Welcome, everyone, to episode 02 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic, uh, as we rightfully predicted last week, is going to be Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, we <laughs> we hemmed and hawed a little bit, I guess. Uh, but ultimately, it's it's popular in the uh, in the on the interwebs for 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 gaming. And uh, I actually had there's a lot of stuff that I, I kind of wanted to cover about it because um, there is some differences that for me make it a lot better of a game than the first the first Mario Kart eight. So uh, that's our main topic for the day. Anyone have anything they want to tease? Yes, I, I purchased um, Puyo Puyo Tetris for the Switch. Oh. Nice. And I played Torchlight 2. I don't think it was my first time playing, but it's definitely the most I've ever played of it. Mm -hmm. So I played that for about almost four hours today, and uh, I think that's it. Okay. Anyone else play anything? Corey, did you play anything new? Nothing new. Same old. Will, you didn't play anything, did you? No, I played about... I did one... uh, cup and mario kart that's okay. about all i played this week did you end up getting mario kart yeah i traded some stuff in oh, oh you okay. did go get it you got it today yeah pretty much as soon as you said yeah go for it i pretty much just drove there and did it well, yeah i mean like i said if, you, if you're gonna play with your friends yeah yeah and like this is gonna be something that i will be playing periodically throughout the summer too like just on my own so mm-hmm. we can Figured. connect switches how, how does that happen we can connect we can connect them wirelessly Really? For lo- local co-op. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Check See, that I have no idea how to play multiplayer, so this is all I'm going to be learning a lot today. I think. I yeah. tried to join a game last night with Dan, but I was too far removed from my router for the Wi-Fi to work. But, and, hmm. and I forgot. Well, I mean, you I when, I saw you were online, and uh-huh. I can just like click on your guy. Oh. Are you playing online? Last night? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, well, the Switch made it seem like you were. Okay. Maybe it said join game, and I don't know. Maybe I was joining whatever you were doing. I don't know. I was doing um, 150cc cups. Yeah, probably, maybe I can, probably maybe, wasn't joining that. Maybe you, can jo- <laughs> maybe you can join those. I don't know. Uh, That'd be neat. Anyway, so yeah. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, in addition to, like I said, uh, it... It, improving on a few, a few things that make it uh, a lot more valuable valuable of a game in my opinion i also kind of gained a new appreciation for the switch with mario kart 8 uh saturday was my son's birthday party and we were uh doing you know prep work cleaning and stuff and uh, my wife had to take a shower so i had the twins up i was in, i was cleaning in the kitchen so i had the twins in their little bouncy seats in there and i wasn't sure what to do with my older son and daughter uh, because they like to make a mess if you don't keep close tabs on them. So my son came up to me and asked me, he, he's like, Hey, can I play Mario Kart? It's like, yeah, sure. And then I, you know, a light went off table. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, tabletop mode. Uh, I never thought I would ever use tabletop mode, uh, but I was because I was in the kitchen. I set the 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 switch up on the table, and uh, my son and daughter sat there and played quietly and good for probably half an hour, forty five minutes, while I cleaned up in the kitchen. It was it was amazing. So, yeah, I I, I see the point now in 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 the multiple ways you can play things. Like I said, I had mostly just played in handheld mode. Um, but, Dan, but yeah, with yeah. When are you taking it to a rooftop party with other adults? Uh, probably never. Uh, I don't like people enough to do something like that. <laughs> but it was great for entertaining the kids for yeah. for a while. Uh, I did not use the included kickstand. It felt a little. Too, it feels flimsy. Oh no! Mm-hmm. What did you do? I, I have a uh, um a tablet little stand thing that I use okay. for my tablet and my phone. Uh, so that's what I ended up using. Um, so yeah, that, that really was, was a nice thing for me. Hang on. My computer's being stupid. Uh Uh-oh. It's, it's, it's trying to update, of course, now when I'm (laughs) using it. Tell it not to. I, I, that's what I'm doing, but it's popped up like twice now. It it seems to be ignoring my, my request to, it's the, you know, overlords taking over. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, bunch of new things in uh, in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So it includes everything from the base game, including all the DLC and all the characters. It's all unlocked right from the beginning. You don't need to you don't need to unlock things as as you play through them. New characters: There's King Boo, who's a heavy character; Dry Bones, who's a light character; Bowser Jr., who's a light character; and Inkling Boy and Girl, who are medium characters. There was a probably a minority of people who are complaining that the game is called Mario Kart when there's just all these random Nintendo characters in it now. Um, okay. People, people were people complaining care. about that. Yeah. I don't know that anyone, that. I don't know that anyone's really complaining about it as much as games media was egging people on to complain um, about it. That's gotcha. a thing too. Yeah. That is a thing. Nowadays. So stupid. And I've mostly ignored it. Uh, new carts. There's a splat buggy, an ink striker, Koopa, Koopa. I, I made the mistake of handwriting my notes too. Koopa Troopa. Koopa Troopa. Koopa. It looks like Koopa Clown, but I don't know. And then the super glider. <laughs> Koopa car. Koopa. Okay. I don't even bother. New features. Uh, dual item capacity makes a return. Was Mario Kart Double Dash the last one that did that? Yeah. Okay, because I. I had a hard, I, I couldn't remember seeing. I don't think that was Mario Kart Seven, so it, it seems like Double Dash would be the one to to have that still, right? Because you had the two characters that you picked. And it you makes sense them. because I don't think I played Double Dash, and I had never seen the two item thing before. Mm. Yeah, I was played, surprised playing Dash. today with that. Did I? Yeah, I had it and and a bunch of the wheels and stuff, and I feel like I brought it over to your house at one point, and we yeah, like you didn't play it a lot, but. We were drinking, too, so you might not have remembered. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Super Drift Boost is also a new addition. So if you boost long enough with while your boost is in orange, it turns purple and gives you a, a little extra extra boost. There's Quick Turn, which is a handbrake turn uh, that you push B to do a handbrake turn in battle mode. Smart Steering, which is a feature I will get into in just a, just a minute. Um... It basically helps your your character like stay on the track. Um, 
auto acceleration, which is another another uh, new feature, uh, which controls your your character speed. Uh, boo and feather items, which make the return from older games. Eight player local multi eight player local multiplayer, which you can use to you can connect up to eight consoles to have uh, one person on each, or you can have two people on on each console for for wireless Wi-Fi connectivity. And then there's a LAN mode for if you want to have tournaments with, with like no lag and stuff. They also did away with fire hopping, which some people were happy about, some people not mm. so much. Um, and then they added a proper battle mode, which is the biggest complaint that people had about Mario Kart 8 was the battle mode was put on tracks and people were too spaced out to have a proper Royal Rumble, so to speak. So that's the new stuff. Uh, I played, I don't know, probably six or eight hours, I would have to say, of Mario Kart 8. I beat all the... I three-starred and won all the tracks on 150cc. Um, I don't know what we're doing for a beaten game for this, if it's 150cc or mirror mode. Credit. Looks... No, I think 150 is good. Okay. Um, I The credits rolled at a random time. I hadn't even finished all the all the tracks. Congrats, you beat the game. No, I think we <laughs> we decided it wasn't credits rolling. Because you beat it. You, you, you made the guys Corey decided. Did 50, I didn't Corey decide did that. Corey, Corey did 50cc, and it was also, at the time, it was only four of the eight cups that you needed to beat to get the credits to roll, which took like half minutes. an hour, 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm still standing by it. Uh, I also played probably 20 to 25 online races just to get oh, a feel wow. i did not try the new battle mode um i wasn't i played a round of battle, a mode. Round of battle mode yeah yeah i wasn't that wasn't that was never one of my favorite modes i think the last time i really did a lot of battle mode was in mario kart 64 um so that Same. was never i never cared all that much that it wasn't in the in mario kart 8 so it, it would be fun with people that i knew yeah definitely uh, local it, co-op yeah, local co-op would be fun. I I don't think I would play it online with people I didn't know. I I just would rather do races. Yeah, that that's that's my thing too. I I definitely prefer the racing. Uh, so yeah, for me, the two biggest features that that made Mario Kart Eight a game changer were the, um, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, I should say, a game changer are auto acceleration and smart steering. So what those are, they're options you can enable, uh, in the. I don't know, someplace in the menus. Uh, auto steering, or smart steering, I'm sorry, like I said, helps keep your character on the track. So anytime you start to like veer off the track, it, the, there's a little like antenna on the back of your cart, and it'll start to glow, so you can tell like when you, when your character is starting to need assistance. Is that what that um, is? Yep. I was you, wondering you should, what it was. You, sh- you should turn it off. Because oh. you're probably not going to need it. <laughs> oh, you yeah. want help staying on the track? Yeah, Dan, I need the help. Uh, and then auto acceleration, which, like I said, controls the speed of your cart. Now, what that's good for is for if you have young children that want to want to participate in Mario Kart. Um, we always let them play before. Uh, but what would happen is they would drive their carts like around in circles. And, you know, when when like me and my wife finished our race, we would have to take their controllers from them and finish the race for them before we could move on to the next race. But this way, they're like, even if we're ahead of them like they're still only maybe a minute behind um even if they race really horribly like my daughter still doesn't quite get it she holds the controller like upside down uh but she was able to participate and um 
and you know fin- finish races and stuff which was absolutely amazing for us all four of us to be able to sit there and and play uh and my son he i just put smart steering on for him um and like i said it's nice that you can kind of tell when it's taking effect because your antenna will will pulse yellow and glow yellow if you really need a lot of help and uh he was doing actually doing pretty well he didn't need too much guidance on some of the easier tracks on the harder tracks he he did but i was actually kind of surprised that he did significantly better than the last time we played but uh that's a really family friendly family friendly and uh there's i don't know if you guys saw it but there was a big a big thing on reddit where um someone had uh their daughter was handicapped in some way i'm not sure exactly what what she only had use of like one of her one of her arms or something one of her hands uh so she was able to have the smart acceleration on and use her her one hand to control the steering and and play like like a normal game oh wow yeah which is really cool too yeah that's awesome that that really set it apart for me those those two features pretty much makes it more playable by literally everybody at this point right yeah absolutely like i said my my daughter's three uh still doesn't quite get the get the concept i'm actually gonna i'll probably end up getting the the wheels for them uh they're only 15 bucks for two wheels so oh wow it's not 15 too bad. for two 15 for two yeah pack of two oh, wow and is it just the joy con that goes in yep you just oh, plop the joy con like like the uh like the wiimotes did on yeah the, those wheels <laughs> oh. that's awesome yeah, but yeah, that like I said, that uh, that was really really amazing. Uh, the graphics are a little bit better. My wife actually noticed right away when we plugged into the TV how how much crisper and more colorful looking it was than than the Wii U version. I noticed so, that too. Yeah, yeah, it's got a uh, fresh coat of paint on it. Yeah, no? it's it's definitely sharper. Yeah. Uh, it feels a little bit more consistently fluid. I know. Uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U ran at 60 frames per second, but I feel like there was occasional dips. Uh, now, if you're just playing single player, you get zero dips. It's smooth as silk from beginning of the race to the end of the race. Um, as far as like gameplay, oh, well, I, I mean the, the racing is a little is a little bit different because of the dual items. Uh, it's it's kind of nice for me uh, if you're in first. You have that extra item that you can put behind you to shield yourself from red and green shells, so that's that's been kind of helpful. But yeah, I felt I kind of fell right back into uh, my winning ways in Mario Kart, despite not having played it for it's been a while. A little braggy, Dan. <laughs> I, I was surprised at how well I did online, even. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because like I said, it's been it's been quite a while since I played it, and I don't like the like playing Mario Kart in handheld mode as much as Breath of the Wild. I feel like I, I like I need to have the pro controller to okay. to fully it, it's it's a little weird. Uh and even with the comfort grip, I don't have it down right right next to me, but even with that, it still kind of feels weird to play Mario Kart on. I haven't haven't quite gotten used to it, but I think the pro controller would be ideal for for some Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Now Dan, I have a question yeah. for you. Um, it might be because I'm stupid, but when I was playing, I was noticing that I thought I had my thumb on the go button and like my cart would just stop. Is that me just like not used to the controller or what is it, A? Yeah, it's A. And like I 
I'm a pro at video games. Like I've been <laughs> playing them since I was three. Like I wouldn't just not be holding down the accelerate button. Well, I found myself a couple times like because the right bumper is the um, the jump for the the power sliding. Mm-hmm. I found myself occasionally getting confused. Uh, I think it's probably lack of sleep, but getting confused and holding down that instead of the A button for acceleration because that's the accelerate button in, in everything else that I play with, like with, with a car and a controller. Yeah. So I, I was getting a little bit a little bit twisted in my head about that. And a couple times I would just come to a complete stop and I'm like, duh, you're just like, Oh God <laughs> button idiot. So it's probably just a adjustment thing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll, yeah, definitely take some getting used to, uh, online. Online is a little bit buggy right now. Um, for the most part, I had a positive experience. I got dropped maybe twice. There's there's actually been a few articles. Uh, there is some connection issues. They seem to be concentrated mostly like in the like northeast where we are. Oh, perfect. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it does peer to peer multiplayer. So you're reliant on everyone's connection, internet connection working well, which we know. Uh, internet in the United great. States is not great for the most part, especially if you live in the sticks. <clears throat> uh, but for the most part, like the actual racing was fine. I had one race that was really laggy and it was the the type of thing where you would hit someone with a shell, but it would be like they never got hit or you would get hit with something out of nowhere, not knowing what it was. Um, so that was lucky. All the all the races except for that one were were done pretty well i did notice that there is a significant longer wait time uh in between races but i think that has to do with the la- the the internet lag um it seemed like it was waiting for again the person with the lowest connection to have Catch their up. yeah get get caught up so can't wait to well, for that online huh they <laughs> they better or work they it just out. have it's... to get it ironed out all right yeah. iron out the the kinks this is the first big online game for the switch yes it is let's give them a chance yeah but like i said generally uh i hadn't hadn't had too many issues i don't even mind the connection drops I, it's the lag during the races uh that's that's that was obnoxious i ended i think i ended up finishing in second in that one um i got I ended up having a little little bit of a rivalry going with someone named android um we would trade first and second for the like six or eight races that we were on the same thing. The the ones he beat me on though, he was like way ahead of everybody somehow. I think he was hacking. People are hacking already. XOR. No, not really. He just knew all the, all the little tricks. I was watching him when we were, when we were racing. Android. If you're listening. We, uh... What? Was... Go, ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say how long till we get a, um, Mario Kart character in Rocket League. That would be neat. That I don't see that neat. happening. I don't either. It would be a neat crossover, though. That would be fun. Or a Rocket, I... a Rocket League car is a cart in Mario Kart. There you go. Dan, you know what I was thinking? I'm surprised they didn't do like some sort of um, Splatoon-based item. Yeah. Like you a know, like... ladder that you could put on the ground and someone would yeah, slip it. Yeah, or maybe like a paint roller in front of you. Yeah, that you could bump into you know? people with it. Yeah, almost like a uh, bulldozer kind of. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll add that later at some point. I don't know if they're planning on doing any updates or anything. Yeah, uh, but maybe they maybe they will add that. That's a good idea. 
Yeah, those are actually two very good ideas for the game. Copyright. I know there's a Splatoon battle mode map. And I only know that because I saw pictures of it and saw it in action on a, on a video. But like I said, I haven't done any of that myself. Uh, but you, if you have a Switch and you haven't played Mario Kart, you're doing yourself a disservice by not having it because it's, it's great. Yeah, I didn't play as much as you, Dan. Um, I, I've been playing handheld mode in bed before I go to sleep at night, um, which is fun. I did a four-race set last night on 150cc. Um, and then my wife and I played a four-race set the other night. She likes Mario Kart. She doesn't like playing video games with me because she doesn't like not winning. Gotcha. And I refuse to just let her win. That's how I am, too. <laughs> yeah. I told her, you're going to have to earn it if you're going to beat me. So, yep. uh, so she kept, she was coming in like seventh. So it wasn't really, I wasn't the issue. Right. Yeah. She still needed to get to those other six for me. Yeah. So, but we had a good time. I think that she'll actually play this by herself sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great game. I don't, I don't see myself putting a ton of time into it other than playing with her just because I've, I've already kind of seen all of it. Um, I'll probably play some online here and there just for shits yep. and giggles, but it's fun to play like, uh, before I go to sleep at night, mm-hmm. which is very handy for that. So how did you feel about using, oh, you probably didn't. I was going to ask you how you felt about using the, uh, the joy cons individually. I have yet to do that on okay. any game. Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have smaller hands, so yeah. it, it's slightly uncomfortable to play it. Um, but I kind of just got used to it after yeah. after playing it that way because we ha- I've got the extra set of Joy Cons shortly after my I got my Switch. Uh, for it was for Mario Kart because I knew we would be doing the four player. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it's it's slightly uncomfortable but not awful. Don't worry, the Joy Cons XL are coming soon. <laughs> New Joy Con XL. <laughs> yep. And then I they'll make that... the Joy Con Mini, and then they'll make the Joy Con Mini XL. What's the oh Joy Con uh, 3D Rumble XL? There you go. That's yeah. the one. Mini. Mini. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's all I have to cover about Mario Kart. Um, it's good stuff. It's nice to be back on the saddle with Mario. One of Kart. Dan's top ten games of all time. Yes, and deservedly so. And like riding a bike, game. Dan. What's that? Like riding a bike. Yeah, like I said, it, I picked it up very quickly. Even playing online, um, I found myself winning and winning more often than not. And even when I didn't win, I, f- I would finish in like second or third. So I got to get my uh, my score back up so I can compete against the big boys and girls. So, any other thoughts, questions, Mario Kart Eight? No, I Still. think you nailed it, Dan. I think you're absolutely right. Okay. It's a good game. Yes, it is. I'll probably go play some more after we get done recording. Why wait? Depending. I could play now. Do yeah. Now. That's, <laughs> that's that's the beauty of it. All right. Uh, nibble bits. Corey, why don't you get us started? Sure, sure thing, Dan. Speaking of the Joy-Cons XL, Nintendo announced the 2DS XL. I don't know if this was in the last week or if it was the week before, and we just didn't talk about it last week. We did breaking breaking news mid-pod. We did. Okay. So we didn't really cover too many of the details, or any of the details, probably. Are there any details? 
There are now. They released the specs and everything. So it's essentially the 3DS XL, the new 3DS XL minus the 3D for $150. That's pretty much yeah. all you need to know. Adds a hinge to the 2DS. Bigger screens. I mean, I don't play with 3D on anyway because it gives me a headache. Yeah, I, I always tried to just because I felt like I should, but it just it it doesn't give me a headache, but it just bothers me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you. Ha- I would. I always had to hold my 3ds like really still, which is not what I was able to do most of the time. I would usually put it on very slightly, and that was enough to. This beer has literally sat here for the last hour, and I opened it, and it just everywhere. Skunky. No, it's fresh, fresh to death, son. Fresh Maybe it's too fresh. Yeah. Fresh as AF. Fresh <laughs> FAF. Oh, but this uh, 2DS, the new 2DS XL, guess what is included in the box? A charger. charger. A charger. Oh, <laughs> are you telling me Nintendo learned from something? Yeah. I don't fucking they, believe it. Appa- apparently they learned. I guess enough kids, uh, you know, eight-year-olds came home with their new... 3ds and uh played it for three hours and then the battery died and they're like oh wait a second i have no way to charge this until i go and buy a charge cord yeah i can't believe that was a thing i bought well when i bought my 2ds i wasn't sure if it came with a charger so i asked the guy at best buy and he's like oh no you need to buy one and sure enough it came with one (laughs) he was just trying to sell you more product what a dip probably right <laughs> anyway 150 bucks july 28th in the u.s uh i'm gonna go out on a limb and say nobody here is interested in this no no sir i'd just, rather I spend the extra like 30 or 40 bucks and get a 3ds xl you know is it even that much more are they still that used, much? yeah they're they're about 200 used you get them like 180 probably and how much is a 2ds Regular, it's like ninety bucks, I think it was right? 80, eighty or ninety bucks. Yeah, they lowered the price to about eighty. It started off at one twenty, I think, and now they're about eighty. But if you get them on a sale, you can get them for fifty or sixty. I think mine was eighty when I bought it, and it came with a game, right? Mm, yep, came with uh, Mario Kart, I think. Okay, Mario Kart Seven. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. So I uh, uh, Dan tweeted this, but I stole it afterwards. THQ Nordic announced Dark Dark Siders Three coming out in 2018. Apparently, they worked with Gunfire Studios, which is the studio where a lot of former Dark Siders personnel work. So if you're worried about it being familiar, don't. Uh, it's a hack and slash action adventure. I didn't we just talk about Darksiders? That's why this jumped out at me. Yeah, because I had it on my uh, four in February list. Oh, really? Because I I want to play the Darksiders games. This one was leaked by Amazon, I believe. Yeah, they weren't yeah, supposed before, to. Yeah. Before it was officially announced. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's coming. 2018. I imagine we'll know more at E3. Have, none of us have played one of those games, correct? I thought I did, but I think I have it confused with what's the first-person shooter? First-person shooter. Dark something. 
The Darkness. The Darkness. Is that a game? Yep. Yeah. That's what I had it confused with. It's, it's so, no, I do not think I've played Darksiders, but I have played The Darkness. Okay. And my last one, a Gamefly listing seemed to... You guys remember Gamefly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's commercials for it all the time. Still, huh? Yep. People still use it, huh? I guess now would be a good time to use it because nobody uses it, so all the games you'd want should be available. That's a good point, think. actually. Because that was the biggest problem with it. You know, it sounds good on paper, but when you look and see, oh, the game you want, it's going to be two months before you can play it. It's like, well, yeah. in two months, I won't care. So anyway, a Gamefly listing seemed to indicate Modern Warfare Remastered will be released separately July 20th. And then later, uh, there's an update to the news story I read saying June 20th for the PS4. So it sounds like the PS4 gets an extra month of Modern Warfare Remastered exclusivity. Makes sense. Yeah. However, there's no confirmation about any of that from Activision. So who knows? But I imagine it's probably true because it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Why, yeah. why would they do that, you know? Yeah. After they made you know, people, there's probably people out there that just wanted the Modern Warfare remaster, so oh, they bought they bought sure. Infinite Warfare too. There's yeah, at least a ton of people. There's at least one of them on this podcast. I know Eric liked Advanced Warfare a little bit more I than did. me. I thought it was a cool game. So, mm-hmm. okay, no one else has any nibbles, right? I do. Oh, let's hear it. Boy, have no faith in me. I thought I thought you had said you didn't have any. I know Eric said he didn't. He didn't have any nibble bits, but I, I have no games that. that I played. Gotcha. But to be fair, most of these nibble bits are things that probably only I care about. Like this first one, Dynasty Warriors Nine News is coming out May 11th, and I'm really excited because I love Dynasty Warriors. Mm-hmm. Well, news about news. Yeah. And Dynasty Warriors, no less. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Well, Dan, are you the only one that's semi interested in the new one? Yeah, isn't it supposed to be open world? Yeah, it's supposed to be open world. I, I'm mostly interested to see how they incorporate that into the Dynasty Warriors formula. Same here, because like, it's supposed to be a hack and slash game. So uh, that with open world, like I don't know. It just doesn't work in my head. So I'm curious to see what they came up with. Yeah. Um. So what? That's May 11th is Tuesday? I, have, I don't even next know what Thursday. Oh, today's May the 4th. Yeah, so May the 11th. Thursday. Thursday. One more week, then I get my dream. Um, Thanks. You know I've always been a DW fan. Oh, I know. <laughs> get your DW. <laughs> Gotta get my D-dubs in. Um, my next little bit is team-based shooter Paladins, which is basically Overwatch, but made by the Smite developers, opens its beta on consoles. So... Um, they opened it up, and you earn double gold until May 7th. So if you're in the slightest bit interested in Paladins, I would say play Overwatch. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just like to give this game a hard time because it is pretty much exactly what Overwatch is. Looks very similar. You're not wrong. Yeah. Here you I actually have it downloaded on PC. I'm going to try it just to see how it is. Because um, there are some really cool maps in there that I was kind of interested in trying out. But Is it wrong that I want to be this game's biggest fan just because of how I feel about Overwatch? Not at all, Corey. I can see you playing it and liking it and just to be that guy. 
<laughs> it's it's supposed to be free too, right? Yeah, it is free. That's a, that's an important important distinction. Yeah, no, it... definitely. I say try it out. It's free. There's no reason to not try it. The video I'm playing has a character that has the shield, just like what's his name? Reinhardt. 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 Guy. Yeah. Oh, there are characters that take cues from the Overwatch characters. Good for them. <laughs> Good for the team at Force Gaming. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. Hi res. Hi res. I think Force Gaming is his YouTube channel. That's his uh, fans. Yeah, this is the Smite developer. So if you're a fan of Smite, give this one a go. Uh, and last but not least, Bethesda is suing another indie developer over the name of a game. So the game is uh, developed by... Um, hold on, I can't find the developer. Doesn't matter, but the game is called Pray for the Gods. Uh, and it is an homage to Shadow of the Colossus. So I know, what Eric, did you play Shadow of the Colossus? I think Corey and I did. Or did you play Ico, Corey? Oh, yeah, I played Ico. Okay. I so did play mean, Shadow of the Classes, so yes. Do you like it a lot? I liked it. I wouldn't say okay. a lot. I mean, you so, know, I didn't play it in its heyday, so. Which is when everybody kind of holds it in so high regard. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was cool, though. So, it's a game that Adam Sandler plays in that movie where he's a widower after 9-11. Well. You guys don't remember that movie? I don't no. think I've seen it. Mm. Adam Sandler? Yeah. I forget really? the name of the movie, yeah. Click. <laughs> it's not click. <laughs> but basically they're being sued because they have Prey in the title. Uh, and Bethesda has a trademark over it. So what they did is they changed the Prey to have an A and an E in it to show the duality of like hunting Prey and like praying to get around it and what they said is that they wanted to fight it but they know how long these like lawsuits can go and how much money it costs for them to do this they mm-hmm. just said it's not really worth it not a good it's, look bethesda yeah no, it's, that's... Too, it's too bad that bethesda can get away with that and and because of that because no one wants to be tied up in court and tie up the release of your game like they just get their way it's ridiculous bethesda's on my poop list yeah. After Fallout 4 and now this. Mm-hmm. Not too pleased yeah, with that. I, I don't feel like you should be able to trademark a word like pray. Absolutely not. It's such a common word. And like, pray for the gods, who's going to mix up pray for the gods for pray? Yeah. Nobody. That They're not similar games at all. So. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> By the way, the reviews for pray aren't out yet, so I think this game is going to suck. No, that's Bethesda's new thing. Oh yeah, that's right. No, no review copies. No early review copies. No embargoed reviews. They just you can't. I don't. I think it's even a few days after the game comes out before you can post reviews about it. That's because they're in coast mode right now. They know enough people buy their games that they can. Dan, there's a coyote in your basement. (laughs) (laughs) Only. Um, that's not true. NDTV Gadgets has given it a four point five. Out of five? Out of five? Yes. Ooh. Huh. Wow. I don't well, know how reputable they are, but... I've never heard of them, but you never know. It could be an awesome throw game. It out there. I'm just on hate Bethesda mode right now. Sure. It's a good place to be. What's the What's the general consensus on Fallout 4 two years out? I liked Fallout 4. Yeah. 
I have. I don't have any ill will towards it. No, I enjoyed Sheep. the base building. I'm, I'm fully bastards. willing to admit that that it was janky, but I'm okay with it. The base building. I thought it was fine. I enjoyed the base building. Hmm. I liked making a house out of the movie theater. Yeah, but you've also been playing The Sims for like twelve years, so. I. That's not true. That is completely <laughs> false. Whatever. Unbelievable. <laughs> Can we do a podcast on? the state of fallout 4 let's put it this way i had more fun with fallout 4 than i did fallout 3 you're disgusting you're a sick guy how you guys can sit through the opening of fallout 3 is beyond me well i think that kind of speaks to gaming preference yeah sure i can see that for from for somebody like you you know yeah with good taste i understand somebody with 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 uh poor taste lack of focus Lack of focus, uh, disinterest in lore and story. Pretty much nailed it. <laughs> I mostly like the improved shooting mechanics in Fallout 4, and that's that's why I ended up liking it. But do you right. like all of the RPG elements stripped out, Dan? I mean, I, I just I never I never noticed this huge void in the game. What? For really? Now, but... Yeah, it, it was fine. I, I I just thought of it as more of an actiony take on the Fallout games. Mass Effect yeah, Andromeda does a better job. Does it does a better job of being Fallout than Fallout Four does? That's now I'm interested. But Corey, the facial animations are awful. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the nomad and blah, blah 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 blah. I have nothing better to do with my time. I, I'm sorry, but I nomad is the most fun I had in that game. Yep, that was Man, good stuff. blast. Okay, where where were we? Fallout uh, Four. Oh no. Will was getting or or Corey was getting the gauge of our Bethesda feeling. Oh, that's right. We were talking about the lawsuit. Okay. Yeah. Bethesda has one less or one game left for me, and that's the new Elder Scrolls. And if it's bad, oh. I'm swearing well, them off. You know it's going to be janky for a while when it first comes out. I'm cool with the jank. I just I don't mind the jank. I expect it, but it was just the like rest of the stuff. No, I actually ne- I actually defended the glitches in the game when it first came out and was annoyed that people were bashing the game because every open world game is janky, except for Horizon Zero Dawn. I was going to say except for Horizon, but that's a new point taken, there. Will. And, and I think with, there. with me, I sort of take it as a badge of honor because. Well, at least up until Fallout 4, it's like, well, these guys, they're doing so much in these games, you can kind of forgive them a little bit. But Fallout but, 4 was just lazy, in my opinion. Yeah, it was bad and janky. What are you doing? I can't defend a bad and janky game. No. They spent all their development time on Fallout Shelter, <laughs> which which has probably made them more money than Fallout 4. Oh, that thing is out everywhere now. It's actually one of the like highest acclaimed mobile games. Brutal. Hmm. Anyway, screw you, Bethesda. Anything else, Will? No. Okay. Uh, I have one nibble bit. The first of the two DLC packs for Breath of the Wild has been announced. It's called The Master of Trials. It includes... The Trial of the Sword, uh, which is a 45-room dungeon where Link starts with nothing and you fight increasingly more difficult enemies and, I guess, kind of loot their stuff to help you get through. Uh, There's Hero's Path Mode, which tracks your footsteps on the actual map of the game so you can see, like, where you've been in the game and where you haven't gone. 
There's also a timeline, so you can see like where you were roughly based on you know the in the time frame that you were you were in the game. I guess it only goes up to 200 hours though, so after 200 hours, it stops tracking your stuff from the beginning. Dan, uh, yes, will that show? So like, if I was to get that, will it show where I've been previously before I had it? Yep. Yeah, it's it's um retroactive. So oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. It. I guess it track. It's already tracked it. All that stuff. It just doesn't. Oh, so it's already you. built in. They're just charging yep. us extra now. I. It must be. Okay. <laughs> they're they're charging you extra for, uh, putting it in later. Gotcha. Uh, travel medallion, which allows Link to create a temporary travel point. Uh, Korok mask, which will begin to shake when you're near a Korok, uh, Korok guy for the seeds, and then there's eight pieces of new equipment. Uh, outfits from the Phantom Hourglass and Majora's Mask, as well as Midna and uh, Tingle outfits. There's Ooh, no exact tingle. date yet, just summer 2017. Well, if I ever find like a Tingle onesie, I'm going to get it and mail it to you. Perfect. <laughs> I do love size, like, Tingle. You uh, Are you muscular for a large now, or are you still like a medium? Or I'm like a hybrid. I'm like medium, large, middle. All right. D- Mediums are way well, too I tight. want it to be tight, so we'll go medium. Okay. Go small. <laughs> small it is. Small. I don't want to be able to get out of it. <laughs> just get It'll small be like green. your new Under Armour. Yeah, I was just going to say, just get small green Under Armour. Tingle. I found my Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be great. If only I did something on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You can at very least dress up at your house. Mm-hmm. It's Tingle. It's sit in your room. <laughs> okay. Uh, Corey, how's your week? My week's, uh, it's been pretty good. Will and I had a fun weekend doing our mud 5k run. Oh yeah. It was, uh, it was surprisingly fun. I was surprised at how much fun it was. I, I was dreading it right up until we started. And then I'm like, you know what? This is kind of fun. <laughs> it was a 5k. Yeah. Yeah. You get, uh, well, I'll back up a little bit. So the, the gun goes off, and um, we're all the way in the back corner of, what would you say, Will? 200 people, maybe? Oh, yeah, at least. Like, in the back. Literally the back. Back corner. The gun goes off. I look down, and I see a shoe sinking into the mud. And I look up, and Will's staring at me shoeless. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> oh, boy. Good start. <laughs> this is a good start. So I grab his shoe and hand it to him, and he runs with it for probably the first 10 minutes, just in your hand. Yep. Like through little mini ponds and mud things and bales of hay and like, <laughs> and at one point he lost his sock somewhere. I don't even. Oh, know I lost my it. sock about a minute after I lost my shoe. The first okay. pond that we had to go through. So Will's got one shoe on, barefoot the other foot, <laughs> probably for fifteen twenty minutes. I would imagine <laughs> before nice. we get to like the first obstacle where you kind of have to wait just because there's so many people, like they can't get through everybody all at once. Uh, and he finally gets his shoe back on. But it was difficult. It was a good balance of, like, difficult and fun, you know? If I didn't kind of try to train myself a little bit in advance, it probably would have sucked a lot for me. But I think I did just enough to be able to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I think, how long would you say we ran? Well, an hour and an hour plus? Actual running time was probably, like, 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, um, but total time doing obstacles and everything like that is probably hour and fifteen. 
would be my guess. We waited at that wall at the end for like half an hour, right? Yeah. And then we waited at the the balance stuff at the end too for a while. Right. Yeah, so at the very end of the race, like right before the finish line, there's a, a steep wall with a rope, and that's all it is. But it was so muddy that you couldn't get any traction on the wall, so it was all upper body strength. And, of course, everybody, you know, the idea is kind of to push yourself and challenge yourself. Everybody wanted to do it, but only, like, maybe 10% of the people actually could. Was either of you in that 10%? We yes, sure we were. were. Yeah. Way to we represent, vault, boys. We both vaulted up that wall pretty quick, actually. Dan, next yeah. year, you and I, we'll go and disappoint everyone. <laughs> I better I'll start training. I was going to say, I better start training now. I'll tell you nah, what, you guys, by eating you guys more pizza. wouldn't. You guys wouldn't be that far out of place, you know. There wasn't, it wasn't just all really fit people. There were people I can't that were speak really. For Dan, but I, I would be out of place. There were people really unfit that succeeded. So there, the the benefit is like the breaks, but like when you're right. riding for an obstacle, like you get to catch your breath and kind of rest for a few minutes. That would be fine. I wouldn't be able to like run and go from one thing to the other. I would need the time, yeah, to, to recoup. The hardest part is the uphill running because about I would say yeah. about 80% of it was uphill running, which is mm-hmm. terrible. No chance. Yeah. You should have seen me trying to, to hike uphill. <laughs> <laughs> the number of times we had to stop for me to catch my breath. I don't know if I told you this when I told you a story. <laughs> so I have the, the watch now that tracks your heart rate. Mm-hmm. I So I was keeping track of it and I showed it to my wife the one time we shot, we stopped and she goes, I gotta be honest, I'm a little bit worried about you. <laughs> what was it at? Uh, I don't remember. But 220. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, because I've, when I, I mean, I know it's not as accurate, but even on run, running on, like, those treadmills where it does your heart rate, like, yeah. it tells me I should stop. I'm like, ah, okay. I don't know. If you keel over, it's alright. Yeah, what a way to go. Exactly. <sighs> I... I'm not ready to go yet. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, though, at the the wall. It was, what, a 20-foot wall, Corey, would you say? I think it's 20 feet, yeah. yeah. Nah, it was 10 feet, guys. Come on. I can send you the video of me and Corey both nah, climbing I, I it. <laughs> I, saw, actually, I saw some Facebook. Snapchats. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, Sophie, was, uh, Sophie was snapping it. Sophie on the spot. Yeah. There, there was this one lady who was going up it, and she couldn't make it, and she was kind of stuck about three-fourths of the way up. So one of the workers climbed up halfway up the uh, the wall and was holding her, trying to push her while holding onto the rope. And then the next layer was me and Corey about a fourth of the way up, holding the guy up. Um, so he could hold the the woman up, so she could get up, and then we had like six people holding me and Corey up. Like we built a pyramid to try <laughs> to help to this lady. Just to make this woman feel better about herself. Yeah. yeah, it was actually really fun. Yeah. Oh, all right. You had people everybody, like everybody cheered, and yeah, it was it was nice. Yeah, it was actually super fun. I didn't get anything though for making it up. Nope. Nobody cheered. Nobody for you. cared. I actually felt bad. Um, this is a moment where I felt like a D-bag because I went up the wall and I did it pretty quickly and I looked at the guy and I was like, oh, that was a lot easier than I thought. <laughs> well, these people are like struggling and falling off the rope. To trip you when There's you nothing wrong with that. He I'll tell you what, Blue Jay hat though, so I said nice hat. It wasn't easy for me. It you... was arguably one of the most 
difficult like physical thing the wall like physical things i've ever had to do and the the video that my girlfriend took makes it look easy for me even but when i was doing it i i was like i was hurting and i'm pretty sure i pulled every muscle in my upper body because i couldn't move from the waist up the next day it was just like a stiff board i was pretty sore that's what too, happens actually. when you're that's what happens when you're 30 will you you wouldn't understand has uh has Chris been lifting weights? Because in the pictures I saw, he looked gigantic. Yeah, he has been. Okay. Like, it he, almost didn't look like him because it like, looked like a bodybuilder. I mean, he's he, always been a big kid, but... He actually said that he did, like, a, an up, like a, a chest, shoulders, and arm workout the night before, so he was dead. So, like, and you had to climb, like, 10 feet wall, like, foot yeah. walls and trying to vault over him. So I can't imagine how he felt. Okay. Yeah, I just thought he looked huge. The last time I saw him, but anyway, but it was good and uh, kind of inspiring, I guess. Like I was thinking about, like, oh, maybe I should do more of these kind of things. But I don't think I'd enjoy it if it was just running. Yeah, yeah, that would probably kind of suck. And I don't, I don't want to be timed or anything like that. That's not why I would want to do it. You know, it would just be. We need to build. We'll buy a farm and just make your own out back. That'd be mm-hmm. all right. That would be fun. Pretty much you my... Go, you could go on American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. yeah. Some of that stuff was like that. Yeah, it really was. The monkey bars. Oh, that was so hard. There was monkey bars over... Uh, chasm bot- of mud. Yeah, a chasm of mud. And it was just after they made you crawl through mud, so my hands are wet. I'm trying to hold these metal bars... Well, going over this chasm of mud, and like I made it to the last rung out of like the fifteen rungs, and I just fell right on in. <laughs> did you make it, Corey? Or did you fall in? I did because I on my side, um, Will's side had like a roof on it, so all he could grab onto were the monkey bars. On my side, it was open, so I grabbed onto the wood that was supporting the monkey bars on either end because there was a lot more grip there. Uh-huh. So I. I actually had a pretty easy time of that. But the the hardest part for me was the claustrophobia in some of the uh, <laughs> like the tunnel or the the pallets. They stacked up pallets and there were uh-huh. trenches underneath that were half filled with water. And it was like your shoulders were up against the dirt and you're just crawling through this water and just your mm. like heads above it. And I was, all I could think about was what if there's like a sinkhole or something that opens up? I'm, or I'm a dead. snake. What if a snake was in there? That probably wouldn't have bothered me as much. Oh, I'd but. rather a sinkhole opened up. I'd rather <laughs> just disappear. <laughs> you know those like those movie scenes where they're like in an area and it starts filling with water and like they're getting yeah. their head closer and closer to the roof to try and breathe. It was like that in those areas because it would get deeper and deeper. Ugh, I don't like so, that. Like literally, the only thing above water is like your mouth, nose, and eyes. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Your your arms and legs are getting all caught up because it's just rocks underneath. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine how many people stopped in there to take a piss too. Ugh. I didn't even so, think of that. So much piss. So much piss. Well, <laughs> I was already disgustingly muddy. Might as well add some urine to it. Absolutely. Just when you thought that was mud. Yeah. Once you're, it's kind of nice though, because once you're head to toe, wet with mud. Yeah, you don't care. It's just when, you, yeah, you're just like, all right, I'm in it. I'm fully embracing this thing that's happening to me. So let's just do it. Let's go. And then afterwards, like, 
it's a big party more or less and all i had was like three ipas and i just started feeling really sick all of a sudden my body was just like "Eh, (laughs) you might want to have some water maybe after rehydrate a little bit (laughs) maybe maybe a bite to eat i don't know and uh i felt like gar like will and i we went back to my apartment and had a snack and watched some hockey and then will left but after you left will i was hurting like yeah stomach and just body indigestion like weird things that i've never felt before sore <laughs> lungs i don't know <laughs> it was bizarre see my knees were all cut up from the crawling and i had a little upper body soreness but Corey's lungs took a pounding <laughs> they did they really did and I then i had the day before the 5k i fell down the stairs at my apartment and scraped the skin off the top of my foot Mm. which wasn't that bad of a thing but when you you're wearing a like tight shoe that's duct taped around your foot like running and then you get home and try to take that off after it's dried to you like it was just a scab like the scab in my sock had just fused not to mention infecting it with mud probably didn't help yeah well and then every time i like stand up it opens because the skin's so thin there it opens up the skin again oh it's just disgusting Oh, <laughs> and you feel it tearing open, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Not pleasant at all. That's why feet are disgusting. Feet are gross. Yeah, they're the worst. Feet, they're the grossest thing ever. Do you guys hate socks too, or is it just the feet? Just feet. I'd I rather socks be on. Socks either. I yeah, pretty much the... never wear socks. I wear socks to sleep because for what? some reason the like feeling of person? my of my dry foot on linens drives me insane. What? And even if my hands get dry, like I can't touch any kind of cloth or anything. I'm the same way. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just my feet and hands though. Nothing else really bothers me. So do you wear friends? I'm pretty close to starting, but she'll like wipe the sheet off with her hand. And it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. It makes you insane. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, Dan, I didn't know you were doing this podcast with a couple of lunatics. <laughs> the the sleeping with socks on, that's... Oh. Unless it's, like, absolutely frigid, I can't frigid. have socks on. It's got to be frigid. I that's sleep my, with socks. That's my sleep I mean, situation is... is uh, if, yeah, if it were frigid, I would be able to take my sock off, but it's never cold enough. Yeah. Because it's when it's hot and dry, that's when it really bothers me. Wow. Hmm. I'd be too hot. Like, no, you know. just take the rest of your clothes off. Just socks, man. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just just socks. I, I don't care who the person was. It could have been the hottest girl on the planet. If I walked in and saw her laying there with just socks on, I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> See, my hatred for feet runs so deep that I need socks to hide them. But I, but because feet are so gross. The thing that encases them, I find just as gross. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. That's true. Anyway, that's our take on feet and socks. Yep. <laughs> feet are gross. No, are nice. foot, no foot fetishes here. Not, not no. in this room. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Anything else, Corey? Um... So this weekend, I uh, got the apartment to myself. 
Friday through Monday morning. And we always talk about how when these rare occasions happen, you never make good use of your time. Mm -hmm. You just piss it away thinking about all the things you could be doing and not settling on one thing. Or in my case, I always sleep. That's just what I do. Oh, Corey, you're, 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 you are just leaving right into my week. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm struggling because I want to kind of want to come up with a plan and sort of schedule it out a little bit. That's a good so idea. Accomplish all the things I want to and like kind of be accountable for this rough schedule I come up with. So (laughs) I have to take Yes, I do. I have to take care of the dog. So, you know, built in four walks a day, whatever, maybe some playtime here and there. Wow. Uh, Poop and food and all that good stuff. So, but I mean, how much time is that in a day? I don't know. How long are your walks? You don't have to walk her. (laughs) Do you mean like take, take the dog outside or go for a walk? Two and a half minutes. Okay, so you're taking the dog outside. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes that makes more sense. Yeah. Now we're now we're back say. on the same page. Oh no no like no, we're going walk. for a walk. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I got it. I know that walk. Yeah, it's a good walk. Um, but no, the things I know I I, I need to accomplish this weekend are beat Mass Effect mm-hmm. and finish watching Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if you guys had any input. I do. yeah. What, what, yeah, what I would do is, uh, as soon as your free time starts, do one of those things. Just start and binge on it. Get it out of the way right away. And I'm going to tell you, do Mass Effect first. Yeah. Because Play. if you get you get sitting there watching Rick and Morty, mm. it's going to be tough to pull yourself away from it. Yeah, that's true. So, the other thing you need to do is uninstall Rocket League. <laughs> That's a really good suggestion. Because that's this is what happens to me. Yeah. I'll just I'll just go uh, into my situation real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh so my wife was out of town for 4 days. Uh this past over the past week uh back in New York. So I had all this time and I said, "Fuck, I'm going to beat Horizon Zero Dawn. It's going to be great. I got so much time." I did nothing but play FIFA and Pro Evo. <laughs> that's all I did. <laughs> nice yep and that's funny because i have start i've been playing rocket league again yeah it's the same thing it's just because it's so convenient exactly just... well and and i play pro clubs it's like my social interaction you yeah. know like yeah. I, I it's like hanging out with jeff and our buddy nick and his brother and like if they text me to play pro clubs and i can play the the answer is always yes Mm-hmm. I'm never going to say no if I'm available because it's literally my favorite thing. Uh-huh. I just love it. And I just, I, that's all I did. Yeah. And well, the part of the problem too, is it's like, well, I can't make up my mind. Yeah. I'll just play some rocket league while I think about it. Yeah. I'll just play like, you know, a handful of matches, uh, you know, yeah. it'll be a half hour. Uh-huh. It's been four Six hours. Hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and that actually happened to me two weekends ago. My girlfriend was working a double, and I had the whole day, and I spent like eight hours just playing Rocket League. Yeah. Eight hours, huh? Probably. On PlayStation. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Well, it was one of those things. It's like, well, I'm in the chair. It's comfortable. I'll struggle through this. I can't struggle through it. I can't do it anymore. 
I don't think I will because that that was before I went back to playing on PC and I had been uh, Rocket League free for like three months or something. I think it's been since I played off the wagon off the wagon. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, I played on PS4 and then later this or just this past week, I sat down and played on the computer. I'm like, this is just mind blowingly superior to the console experience. Incredible. Yeah, I have a hard time like trying to tell people because like a couple of the guys I work with play Rocket League on Xbox. And I feel like a dick because I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I just, I can't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. After playing it on PC, if you played it on PC, you'd understand it's mm-hmm. nearly unplayable on consoles. Yep. Yep. Corey, the other <laughs> thing you can do, remember when we had a uh, guy's weekend at dance? Yeah. We kind of made a schedule there too. Yeah. We because did. we, we wanted to outline. avoid this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll have a rough outline. What about any anything else that I should try and tackle? Well, what are you interested oh, in playing? Horizon? Absolutely. Yeah, Horizon's a good one. Try and beat Horizon and Mass Effect. Okay. That that's about where I was thinking. How much more do you think you have in Mass Effect? I have almost fifty hours in Mass Effect. I didn't realize so I had not, that much. You're probably not far from the end, I wouldn't think. Uh I just went to the Archon, did the Archon ship. Oh, you're ahead of me now. Install the item okay. artifact. Yeah, I haven't done done any of that, so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how much more I have to go, but I I, I do want to do all the side stuff. Mm-hmm. So it could be a real long time. But yeah, I'll start with Mass Effect, and then I'll do Horizon. Yeah, I would on Friday, especially put a good push in in Mass Effect. In Mass Effect. So I'm flexing. One to five. So home. tomorrow at one, I'm going home and working from home for four hours. Gotcha. Very yeah. nice. That's Market awesome. research. Market research. Yes. Yep. Yep. So. Okay. Well, I, you listen, I hope it goes better for you than it did for me. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, too, because it, this always happens and I'm just every just fucking really time. Avoid it. Yeah. And you know what though? It's not even that I have a bad time because I love playing yeah. FIFA sure. and Pro and Pro Evo. I just there's so many games and like I want to beat Horizon. And I I really like that game. I just want to play it. Mm-hmm. But I fucking can't. <laughs> yeah. And it there's like a uh, element of regret too with like Yeah. When 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 the fun is over and you look back and you're like, man. What did I accomplish here? What did I accomplish? You know what I would do if I had the house to myself for a few days? Nothing. I would not do a, I wouldn't play video games. I would just sit on the couch and have it be quiet and I would do nothing else but eat. Yeah, eat, well. Nap. Yeah. And like the thing is like with with pro clubs we really didn't accomplish anything cuz we suck. <laughs> Well, like you said, that's your social time too, though. Oh, it's still fun. Yeah, but regardless. Yeah. And even so, but like at the end of the weekend, it's like, well, what do I have to show for that? You know. I mean, I do have a very good goal-scoring record with the pro club. I do have that to show. Yeah, well, there you go. But still, I just you I know, need, I don't think I beat a game this year, have I? I think I only beat one. Tito in the chat is suggesting I uninstall Rocket League now before I forget, but I just I can't do it because I know 
it's just going to well, get you, reinstalled at some point. I was going to say, you could, it's, it's not a very yeah. big download. It probably it's takes dangerous. 20 minutes to reinstall it's it. It's five and a half gigs. Oh, not yeah. that that's a lot, dangerous. but more than take, I would have thought. Take a few minutes. Just whatever you do, Corey. Just just don't start playing it. Because you're Eric, done. You, you beat yeah, true. FIFA, FIFA 17 <laughs> and Last of Us Left Behind. There you go. What did I beat this year? Uh, Oxenfree. Resident Evil 7 and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. There you go. That might not be updated, so if there's anything else, let me know. That sounds right. I'm going to try to hash out Mario Kart. Yeah, it's not too bad. Get another one on the list. The the frustrating part is when you're on the last race and your last lap and you get abused by blue shells and stuff and Mm. you have to restart the entire circuit. That sucks. Brutal. I'm trying to play through... Well, I'll talk about Puyo Puyo Tetris later. Mm-hmm. What were we on? Are we on our weeks? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all set. I think I'm going to order a pizza, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, maybe yeah, two. I'll tell you what. The wife went out of town, and I, I thought to myself, well, I must. I need a reward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got the house to myself. I need a reward. Let me look at takeout immediately. <laughs> yep. So That's I ordered the logic. Yeah, I know I, that it logic. Makes no, because we go out to eat all the fucking time. It makes no sense. <laughs> but I said I'm treating myself tonight. Uh, so I got myself some Thai food. Oh, it was great. That's that good American logic right there. <laughs> Just it's so stupid. <laughs> makes no sense. Every nothing I do makes any sense. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, Dan. I don't. Okay. That's all. I'm done. I'm good. Pretty Will, sure we, we've covered my week too. <laughs> yeah, you covered mine with Corey's as well. So I pretty much. Only, I only did the 5K in school. About it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had a I had a busy weekend and and early part of the week. We like I said, we had my son's birthday on on Saturday. So our house, because we have two kids that make a huge mess and don't clean it up, takes forever to clean. So it was a bunch of that. Did not get much gaming in. Uh, I haven't played Mass Effect at all since since last week's episode, unfortunately. But um, and then Tuesday, we had my daughter's uh, appointment with her allergy doctor at, at Chop in Philadelphia. So we got up and out of the house at seven thirty in the morning. All six of us loaded up in the car, drove down to Philadelphia to the Children's Hospital there, which is brand new. It opened about a month ago. They moved into mm-hmm. a new location. I bet it's that was unbelie- nice. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. It's uh, I don't know, probably twelve stories, uh, state of the art, everything, everything's super clean. It's it's an unbelievable place. Um, after that, we went to because uh, we always try to take in an attraction while we're down there, uh, so we don't just drive down there for an hour appointment and then drive home, especially since it's all six of us. Uh, now, so we went to the Drexel University Museum of Natural History mm-hmm. uh, because my son's into dinosaurs and they had a bunch of dinosaur bones there. So uh, he, for the first time, got to behold a, a T Rex skeleton and a few other mm-hmm. dinosaur skeletons. So he was he was really into that. You like that? Um, I bet. Oh, absolutely. What's his favorite uh, dinosaur? I don't. He, it's different all the time. Uh, he got really excited to see the T Rex bones, but that's just because it's such a ubiquitous yeah. dinosaur, you know, uh, the T Rex. Real quick, everyone's favorite dinosaur. 
Mm, I'd probably have to go with Stegosaurus. Oh, it's mine too. Nice. Dinosuchus. Dinosuchus. Is the Argentinosaurus a real thing, or did Max make that yeah. up? No, that's a, that's a real one. That's the largest wow. of all dinosaurs. Is it the size of Argentina? <laughs> no, not quite. But it's, it's big. They had a leg bone of a Ultrasaurus there, Ooh. and it was probably 20 feet tall. Just its, one, just its one leg. It's crazy. It's up. I was looking at uh, what dinosaurs really look like. Mm-hmm. And the, like, they, they velociraptors don't and stuff. They yeah. spec At this point, they speculate. Covered they in feathers. Like, yeah, like big, giant, vicious-looking turkeys, almost. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's artist renditions. It's crazy. Yeah. Like that, the kind that, that, that are being raised on farms nowadays. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They made a big point about that when we were when we were down there that you know the the depictions of dinosaurs in everything is is like artistic interpretation of of what dinosaurs could have looked like and like yeah. like Corey said nowadays a lot a lot of people are thinking they were covered in feathers and and very brightly colored and not just like green and brown and and stuff like that so it's interesting until they're able to breed one like from like from Jurassic Park like there's no no way of knowing. Wait, are they on the fast track to breeding them? Uh, I mean, no, but they're going to try when, when the technology is available. Science is crazy. Yeah. Did you guys uh, see that goat that was raised in like a sack? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. A fetus that was grown in a, yeah. in a sack. Jesus, <laughs> I feel like they did that. Did they do the fe- the goat fetus at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia? Yeah, that was the something they did at Chop. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got back at from Philadelphia at like I don't know eight o'clock at night, and just in time for the Predators game. So that was good. Congrats on your team's success. Thanks. Yeah, congrats on their cup because we shall meet losing. in the finals. Do you think Rangers Predators in the finals? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Tell you what. Rangers look sharp again tonight. Yeah, I keep checking their he- score. They're healthy. That's they a big the experience. thing. Too. Yeah, Lundqvist is playing great. Is it four? Did, did they win four to nothing? It's four, four one, one currently. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all I have for my week. Um, bedtime is is a fight, a struggle as usual, <laughs> as you can hear. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's all I have have for my week. I'm sure I had something else that I wanted to report on, but no, it's nothing I can think of at this point. Uh, so let's get into what we played, shall we? Sure. Yeah. I, I, I only played Mario Kart, so I didn't. I don't have anything to add to the conversation. You want to hear about Puyo Puyo Tetris? Let's hear about Puyo Puyo Tennis. Tennis. Tetris. I don't know. I. I I've said that like 20 tennis. times. Poyo, 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 tennis. Dan's got I'm ready for Mario tennis. tennis on his mind. I do. Uh, yeah, so uh, my wife is a big Tetris fan. And anytime I can try to get her involved in my gaming, I will do so. So um, I knew this game was coming out, and I'd heard great things about it, mostly from um, Giant Beast Cast, I, I believe. Um, so I downloaded the demo. And uh, had her try it out with me, and she really liked it. So she she ended up uh, buying it for us. Um, it's really fun. I, I mean, are you guys Tetris fans? It's yeah, it's a classic. Okay. 
Yeah, it, I didn't know what Poyo Poyo was. So Poyo Poyo is um, it's basically these little blobs of color that come down. There's red, blue, yellow, purple, and green. They come down in pairs, and they're not always like the same color. So they come down in pairs, and you need to get four connected to make them disappear like you would a line in Tetris. Um, so you can do kind of either or. So I could be, be playing Poyo Poyo and the other person could be playing Tetris or we could be playing the same thing. There's different like party modes with different power-ups uh, that you can use against your opponents. Like if you get different uh, chains or you knock out a, a certain number of lines in Tetris, it will do like bad things to your opponent. Like one of the cool ones was a spotlight. So only like... Uh, a small portion of their screen will be lit up and it kind of goes all over the place. So it's like kind of hard to see um, just different stuff like that. Um, so we, we had a pretty good time playing against each other again. She, I didn't let her win, so she was not thrilled about it, but uh, uh, I, I was trying to like encourage her, you know, and when she like would get a higher score, I'd be like, Hey, it's great. You know, you got your high score that round. And she, I, I she just can't, she thinks I'm patriotic patronizing her wow and i'm not i'm i'm legitimately just trying to like say hey i i told her i was like i hope you beat me like that would be great yeah but anyway i think we still had a good time with it um so i've been trying to play through the story mode now i i've skipped every piece of the story because it's dumb but mm-hmm. puyo puyo i am not good at at all the key is to kind of build it up and plan ahead to, to do multiple, uh, they call them chains. So a group of four disappearing is a chain. And then like, if, if they fall down onto other colors, you can chain one, two, three, however many together. Uh, so the key is to kind of build your board up and and plan ahead and, and allow yourself to get multiples disappearing at once. Uh, but I am just not good at it at all. And it's very hard to score high in that game. Uh, so getting through the story missions that where you have to play Puyo Puyo and reach a certain number of points in like a certain number of seconds is very hard for me mm-hmm. uh, and can be very frustrating. Um, so I've had a, a kind of a bitch of a time with that. But uh, what's what's so funny? Is something going on in the chat here? No, I texted you. Your dog's looking at you like, who are you talking to? Yeah. yeah oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. There he is. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> He's a dipshit, isn't he? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, it, it's a fun game. It's uh it was thirty bucks. Uh I think it would be really fun to play like again, local co or local mm-hmm. co op or um you know, I think you could do teams. There's a lot of different party game options that I, I haven't really tried all of them. Uh I was hoping to have more of a full report on those options. Probably next week I will. Because uh, that's the other one I've been playing before bed. Uh, I, I kind of bounce back and forth between that and Mario Kart. Um, really, really cool party game, though, I would imagine. Playing online against other people probably wouldn't be great because I'm not very good. Um, you know, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm your average Tetris player. But, uh, mm. yeah, I'd probably get my ass kicked in Puyo Puyo online. But uh, I really enjoy it. I think for 30 bucks, it's a, it's a good buy. And especially if you have a significant other or just playing with some friends at a party, it's it, it would be fun. Mm-hmm. A couple of good party it. games for the for the Switch. Yeah, definitely. But Dan, I have a, a very high opinion of the Switch too. I know you said that mm-hmm. 
Mario Kart has kind of given you a new appreciation yeah. for the Switch, and I really think that it's a very cool idea, and I think they executed it very well. Yeah. I yeah, like I said, it, it never occurred to me before Mario Kart came out that I could have my kids, re- like, where I can watch them while I'm cleaning, playing, you know, because otherwise they would have had to have been down here. They start fighting. I don't know who started it. I don't know who to yell at. So, uh, you yeah. know, they, they, they could be right there so I could supervise while cleaning. It was great. Yeah. Uh, let's see the other thing I played was Torchlight 2 Mm -hmm. Uh, my buddy Alex from back in New York texted me and uh, he's like hey you do anything today and I I was free so uh, we ended up playing Torchlight 2 together and uh, that game is really fun I enjoy Mm -hmm. it a lot we we played Diablo 3 together uh, a bunch of times uh, so we're we're big fans of that genre anyway Uh, but Torchlight 2 is probably my favorite type of game like that other than Diablo 3 that I've ever played Mm-hmm. really good time uh, i'm trying to remember what kind of care i think i made an outlander is that a yeah yeah so uh right now i'm dual wielding a couple of badass pistols yeah uh it, it's just so cool and using the can the cannon was really fun for a while it's just this big cannon you carry around with two hands and uh the knockback on enemies is, is great um my only issue we're playing on normal difficulty and it hasn't been difficult at all so i think mm-hmm. we're probably going to boost that up a little bit um no idea what's going on in the story, but it's a hack and slash loot I game. So legitimately tried to pay attention to the story, and last time I played that, and I uh, still had no idea what was going on. It's just fun. It's just kind yeah. of mindless, you yep. know, collecting new loot and you know the 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 dopamine when you get a legendary item. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what it is. There's a lot of mods for that too. They, there's a bunch of new classes and maps and stuff that you can download and play. Yeah, we we were going to get into that, but we just kind of wanted to start playing. We yep. we're actually we're going to play Heroes, uh, but we ended up playing um, Torchlight for the full four hours that we played. So, <laughs> I think that is all I played this week. Okay, Will, you don't have anything, right? No, nothing, nothing of note. Just my stupid gotcha. mobile games. Gotcha, <laughs> Corey. Uh, I mentioned returning to Rocket League, yeah. and I feel like I had a couple things to bring up, but right now uh, it's not really coming to me what I had to bring up. Oh, they changed the rankings. Last time I played, they were different, but now it's bronze, silver, gold. What's after gold? I don't know. Platinum, maybe. Tito, what's know. after gold? He'll tell us. I don't know, but I was pretty proud of myself because I ranked into the top silver in all of, well, one of the playlists I ranked into gold right off the bat, and that was kind of nice. But the rest of them I ranked into the top silver. So I, I don't know. I don't really know how the rankings compare to the old ones, but I felt good about that. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say. Did they remove the labs map? I don't know. From the rotation? Platinum, Diamond, the champions, Tito says. I'm confident I can. Yeah, so it must be comparable to the old ones. Like platinum is the blue. I can't remember. Makes sense though. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen that one. The labs with the two things on the side. I haven't seen oh, that one since I, know I started what playing doing. again. Is it uh, was it Tokyo or Tokyo? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I haven't. I honestly haven't played much Rocket League lately. Um, I've been playing hammering on Pro Evo pretty hard. 
Uh, well, you know, I, I've got a good amount of time this weekend if you want to. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, my line of work prevents me uh, from weekend play. You're wanted, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that, yeah, return to Rocket League, the, the grand return. I planned on playing a round of Hearthstone, but as I was updating, I was like, why? And I just deleted the whole thing from my computer. <laughs> so. Wait, Corey, real quick. Yep. Sunday night? Sure. All right, let's do Sunday night. Sunday night Rocket League. Yep, so you better have your other games beat before then. What time? Uh, what I, get out time? Of, I get out of work at 5. Okay. Um, I should be freed up around 6.30-ish. When do the Rangers play again? Saturday. Saturday. That's Perfect. fine. Are right. playing on 6.30? Let's, let's play on 7 just to be safe. 7 o'clock Rocket League Sunday night. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then I played a lot more Mass Effect Andromeda. I had a good session the other day. I think I played about five hours, um, which was nice because I'm focusing. I'm not doing any of the small little tasky, busy work kind of things. Mm-hmm. Just focusing on story missions and allies and stuff like that. So I did. That's Vetra's, a better way to play. More enjoyable, for sure. I mean, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. You know, for me, like, I need that story through line to keep me entertained because I just Mm -hmm. get bored with the the busy work, like, follow the waypoints, you know, with with very little lore or story drip or anything like that. Um, I did Vetra's... Vetra's? Yeah, Vetra's... uh, Loyalty mission. Loyalty mission. Mm -hmm. Um, I did... Was it the Did end you... of hers where you meet the Solarian Pathfinder? No, I that didn't was... do that one. Did you do Korra's? Korra's is the... Um... Oh, sorry. Yes, I did do that one. Okay. Uh, you get to make some tough choices in, yeah. in some of those. I really that liked was, that. That was a hard one. Uh, um, but yeah, really still, still enjoying Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is by no means a great game, but it is a good game. Mm-hmm. that i enjoy yeah i think is the best way to totally. explain it but that's it that's same old really for me nothing nothing okay. new all right feedback hit it all right first one is from ryan and io who says hey fellows right off the bat to address a rant will had last week about the whole topic of hating and not being motivated with life after returning back from his Florida vacation. Well, we're, well, Will, I hear you, brother. Uh, both Val- Valerie and I had to drive back from our seven-day cruise, uh, and it was about a 15-hour drive from New Orleans straight through. Uh, just stops for gas and food. The rest of the week, we both felt like zombies and had to just deal with work and boring life chores. Vacation is the best, but that weird mind trick and longing period of returning to vaca- returning from vacation your brain does afterwards is rather awful. Hopefully this feeling has gotten better for you, uh, Will, but feel free to rant about this more. Also, like Tito, you guys inspired me to do a top 10 list for my favorite games of all time. I actually started this as Valerie drove to New Orleans and then had two weeks to flush the thing out and really access and tweak my list. So number 10, The Wolf Among Us uh, by Telltale Games. The year I spent the most on it was 2013. Nine, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor by Monolith Productions. The year I played the most, 2016. Number eight, Horizon Zero Dawn by Guerrilla Games. The year I played the most, 2017. Number seven, Massive Chalice by Double Fine. 
year I played the most, 2015. Number six, Mass Effect 2. By Bioware, the year I played most was 2011. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 by Vicarious Visions. Local developer, the year I played the most, 2010. I really like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I don't know if I played the second one, but the first one was really good. Uh, number four, Medieval Total War by Creative, Creative Assembly. The year I played the most was 2004. Assassin's Creed Black Flag is number three by Ubisoft Montreal. The year I played the most, 2013. Number two, Warhammer 40,000 Dawn of War 2 by Relic Entertainment. The year I played the most was 2010. Uh, and number one, Mass Effect 3 by Bioware. The year I played the most, 2012-2013. I normally don't put games on a mega list like this that I haven't finished, but Horizon is so damn good it made the list and might move up the list once I finish it all. But Tito was right. That game is the best-looking console game I've ever played, and it just deserves so much credit for setting the bar so high and having very few flaws. Also, Mass Effect Andromeda will have a great chance to make this list once I am done with the story, uh, which I am loving and getting consumed by. And then I will fully dive into the multiplayer with Idaho Jakes and some other buddies. Hope my list starts some discussion, and talk to you fellas later. Ryan and Iowa. So for starters, I've yeah, actually... Vacation. Today was actually the first day that I had any bit of motivation to uh, do work. Okay. So I did a bunch of homework today that I had been putting off. Nice. Uh, and I'm going to do a presentation after we record. I don't know. I saved a lot of my skips for this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, because you get like, I don't know, three probably per class before it starts going into your grade. So pretty much once I got back, I just like, well... Time's better than now. <laughs> so then I started, you know, skipped a little bit. Um, once you've kind of been going on four hours of sleep since January, like I just kind of want to sleep. Yeah, so that's where take, I am at. So I just, I take it, I've been taking advantage of that, but it's getting a little bit better. I'm so close to like being done this semester that I'm just kind of pushing through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will be complaining so, about that stuff more. So, at some point, it's called it's called PDD. Post post drunk depression. <laughs> or PVD. The... Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Post vacation depression. Yeah, it's tough. It's hard to get over. I've solved the the weekend post drunk depression thing by not drinking Friday and Saturday, uh, but drinking on Sunday. Which makes for a kind of tired Monday, but Mondays always aren't great to begin with. So yeah, may as well pile on all the crap on Monday and just enjoy the rest of the week, right? Sure. Really make a Monday of it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a case of the Mondays yesterday. Oof. Oof. Brutal. I stayed up till like 11.30 the night before playing FIFA. I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Mm-hmm. Oh. I find nowadays that if I get more than probably, I would say, five or five and a half hours of sleep, that's when I'm miserable the next day. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. Uh, it's called sleep apnea. Sleep <laughs> apnea? Yeah, I think I have it. It runs in the family. Um, part of the reason why is if you get more sleep, what happens when you have sleep apnea is you, you stop breathing. Yeah. At random points while you sleep. So mm-hmm. the longer you sleep, the more you deprive your body of the proper amount of oxygen it needs. Mm. 
Because I have the same issue. Like this past week, I slept. I got like a solid eight, nine hours of sleep uh, one of the nights. And I just felt terrible the next day. And it's like, this makes no sense. And I think like the six to seven hours is my sweet spot. And I think part Mm -hmm. of the reason for that is the sleep apnea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm between five and six is the, the sweet spot for me. But, it's something yeah, to, you, to you investigate. Right. I, I know you hate going to the doctor, but maybe consider uh, getting a sleep study done if your insurance <sighs> covers I don't know it. If I, I don't know if I could do that, though. I have a hard enough time split sleeping anywhere that's not my own bed. Yeah. Like I just would I would lay awake all night. Unless I was yeah. really, really pissed tired. Yeah. But. Could borrow Chris's CPAP machine. He's got one of those things. Yeah. He had, a, I guess, he had a pretty severe case of sleep apnea. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of remember hearing about that a little bit. All right, uh, any thoughts on his list? It's a solid list. Run through yeah, the I games do. again, just quick. Okay, number ten was the Wolf Among Us. Number nine, Middle Earth: Shadow wait, of Mordor. Wait. Yep. Top ten games of all time. Favorite games. Wolf Among Us. <laughs> I didn't play it. That one's suspect, but go on. Uh, Middle Earth, Shadow Mordor, uh, 8, Horizon Zero Dawn, number 7, Massive Chalice, number 6, Mass Effect 2, number 5, Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, number 4, Medieval War, Medieval Total War, number 3, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, number 2, Warhammer 40,000, Dawn of War 2, and number 1, Mass Effect 3. Okay, I defend the, the Wolf Among Us pick too. That's the only one I can't see. I can see the rest of them. I, I understand it, but Wolf Among Us. I mean, I guess if you're if you were into that, I could see that. Yeah, he might he um, he might have read the 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 graphic novel, or it just might have something in it might have you know spoke to him. There's that. Uh, I'm really excited for the next the new Shadow Mordor game. Seems like it's taking. Yeah. Taking that formula to a whole whole new level. Is that yeah, the summer? Like, yeah, I feel like it's August. Oh wow, Maybe. so it's that close. Yeah, man. Well, it got it got spoiled by a retailer. Was it Target? That 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 spoiled the release date by posting a sign too early or something. That's right. Yeah, and it was all over the interwebs, and then uh, Monolith, you know, announced it shortly after Monolith or WB. Okay. So thanks, better. Ryan. Yeah, I watched like they put uh probably fifteen minute gameplay like straight gameplay video. Ooh, in four K. It was awesome. All right, the next is from Tito who says, Oh my word, have you seen the one point two zero patch notes for Horizon Zero Dawn coming out next week? Uh, and then he posts a link to it. It's huge with poses and facial expressions for Al- a- Aloy. Aloy. Aloy, okay. Uh, Aloy in photo mode, and you can now remove headgear on Aloy's outfits. Hallelujah. What's cool is a lot of these features are from the community who have been asking for these things. Uh, Gorilla Games is the second best developer out there behind Psionics. Looks like I'll be doing a second playthrough of the game next week. Also, Corey, I, find, I found out why sometimes... I get a oh, I sometimes get a Game of Thrones vibe from Horizon. Gorilla Games hired the services of Character Design Studios to figure out the how and why behind a lot of the what from Gorilla Games. Turns out, char- char- character oh, I guess it's character 
Design Studios is also known for their work on a popular HBO show, Game of Thrones. Thanks uh, be to games. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks be to games is right. Thanks be to games. That's our uh, more optimistic tagline. Yep. <laughs> than our other one. <laughs> yeah. Te- temporary expectations is our other one. I like that. <laughs> Speaking of which, the website redesign is going to happen sometime this summer. Nice. So stay tuned for that. I'm just kind of I'm workshopping some ideas right now. Is all. Yeah, we're talking about all black and white. We're tossing around ideas, kicking the tires a little bit. How yeah. many website redesigns have we done? Quite a few. Four. I think three. three. It's like three totally different versions. Three it's, over six years isn't bad. It's average. I just get bored with it. And I want to. I want to. Uh, considering like this is what I do for a living now, I want to like utilize some of the things I've learned and implement them on our site and and to pad you know, your portfolio. Pad the portfolio. Maybe. Uh, maybe figure out a way to turn this thing into some sort of you know money making. You know. <laughs> front for our drugs we sell (laughs) something okay uh so that was it for feedback so we can do our game giveaway or did you want to do what we didn't play uh i looked at it but there wasn't really much to talk about okay little nightmares came out prey comes out tomorrow i I want to play little nightmares my uh, one of my coworkers beat it, and he said it only took him like four hours. So, do you like it? He said it was all right, but he just immediately traded in, traded it in after he beat it. Hmm. I don't know how much is it even a full price game. I don't know. Yeah, actually, no, I think it was forty or forty bucks. Premium indie. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till it goes on sale at some point. Yeah. Uh, so we have two participants. The first one being Ryan. Ryan, and the second one being Tito. Alex never claimed his game from last week that I know of. Um, so if I, any of his games come up, tough. Wait, Alex just sent one in. Shut the front door. Oh, feedback. Four, four minutes ago. Okay. Let me read Timing. It. Yeah, go ahead. Hit it. Alex says, hey, guys, I'm going through all your podcast suggestions, and I'm having a great time. Thanks for recommending so many. So far, my favorite is the Star Wars Blaster Cannon and History of Rome. I honestly don't really keep track of sports. They are a foreign subject to me, but I will start keeping track of hockey so I can get in some debates with you guys. I would recommend one podcast if you guys are into laughing. Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's very funny and RPG-influenced. Have a great one, guys. Alex. Isn't that one, don't they talk about uh, D&D? I don't know if that's the one, but Jake suggested one to us. That I'm one look it, I'll D&D. look it up right now. So I'm not I feel sure. Like I've heard, I feel like I've heard Hello from the Magic Tavern before. I, I know I've heard of that from somewhere. I'm not, not really sure where. We should do something like that. I would love to play D&D again. I had a blast when we played it. We played it right before we started this podcast. We just need to find somebody to, to be the, the dungeon master. Yeah, you this did actually pretty, sounds really cool. <laughs> you, did, you did a pretty, pretty good job of being dungeon master. Yeah, I know you don't want to. It's not even that I don't want to. There's just It's a I lot of work. It, yeah, I don't have the, the time I would want to, you know, 
yeah make it into something worthwhile yeah we need one of us needs to find a dungeon master should i put should i put out a craigslist ad like hiring a dungeon master (laughs) but for free you have to we're not gonna pay him though (laughs) unpaid Hiring a Dungeon Master intern for the Thumbsnick Athletes podcast. Must have experience DMing. Prefer it. And must want to do all the work. Yep. Yes. Don't ask us anything. And must, has to must be able want to... to transcribe every episode of our podcast. <laughs> they also have to put up with our BS because we like to tease our Dungeon Master. Do you guys want to hear the brief description of uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern from iTunes? Yeah. Arnie Kneekamp fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the fantastical land of Foon. He's still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal, so he uploads a weekly podcast from the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, where he interviews wizards, monsters, and adventurers. It's a major discovery. That, that sounds awesome. That, that uh, I am sounds awesome. subscribing. <laughs> I'm going to download an episode. Hilarious. So we'll report back on that next week, Alex. I will definitely listen to that. I should see if it's on Google Play. Is your hockey podcast on Google Play yet? No. Damn it, Corey. I got to do work on that, too, because we're changing the name. And yeah, listen. Oh, it's an Earwolf podcast. There's a lot of episodes. Do I have to start from the beginning, do you think? That would be a question for Alex. Alex, do I have to start from the beginning? I will start. From the beginning. Yeah, I guess. All right, so we'll throw Alex into the mix, and uh, he'll have another go at it. Um, random. Baron Ragoon. This is. <laughs> this looks fantastic. Yeah, it does. And the winner is Ryan. Ryan. Iowa. Congrats, Ryan. And your game options are. By the way, I canceled my uh, mobile monthly. What? Two bad months in a row. I need to do that too, actually, before I get charged again. Well, it doesn't charge you till like a week before, or yeah, a week before the it takes it out. May seventeenth was what it told me. But yeah, if you think about it now, now's the time to do it because otherwise you won't. Yeah, I'll definitely be forgetting. First game up, one twelve anti chamber, returning to the giveaway list. Game Just begging to be picked. Begging to be picked. Game number two is number ninety two, which corresponds with Revolve three sixty reactor. Mm. If you guys had to guess what, what kind of game that is. Bad. Wolf. Well, what uh, does Revolve it... 360 Reactor. What it's does a side-scrolling platformer. <laughs> I don't know what Open Critics says. Revolve 360 Reactor says, one critic review. It's an arcade third-person shooter vehicle combat game. I was wrong. One review that did not issue a score from Everybody's favorite review site, Critical. K-R-I-T-I-Q-A-L. Same one that has the Prey review. <laughs> they recommended it. Thumbs up. 
Uh, Revolver 360 is a sort of cool that didn't need explaining. A cool which leaked out of the screen like a kettle getting ready to blow its top and told me that I better get ready. <laughs> but like, what beautiful diction. I was going to say they're writing their reviews poetry. Wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> Game number three. 155. Brutal Legend. Hmm. I just played tell that you myself. all about Brutal, Brutal Legend if you want to know. Did you ever end up beating that, Dan? Yeah. The only game I didn't beat uh, for 4 in February was Mad Max. I didn't even start it because it was too too close to the end. You guys didn't finish 4 in February? No, I beat three of the games. Three out of four. Noobs. I was the only one that beat any games for my 4 in February, wasn't I? Not, not true. Last no, that's left right. Behind. You had left, oh, there yeah, you. left behind. I beat Oxenfree. Okay. Yeah, so I guess I wasn't <laughs> the only one. Ryan, your fourth game option is Sequence. <clears throat> Don't know anything about Sequence. And your fifth is number 190, Dear Esther. Mm. Boy, not, not great picks for Ryan. <laughs> is it is it the Sequence, Corey? Just Sequence. At least that's all I wrote down. It could okay. be the Sequence. Well, the Sequence is a logic construction puzzler. Ooh. Like like computer logic, like if I and I don't know. Like the rapper logic, logic with a Q. Oof, has no score. Oh, it has one critic review though. I don't know. Outstanding. I, I I can't even get to the critic review though. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Not linked. That's a good Yikes. sign. Well, what about Dear Esther? Didn't you like that, Corey? Yeah, but it was also like one of the first walking simulators I ever played. Seven got years a, ago. Got a 68 on Open Critic. A sequence? No, Dear Esther. Oh, that's definitely posthumous. Cause I remember when that came out, people really liked it. The contributor average is 70. Hmm. So. Sorry, Ryan. Hey, you know what? You take the good with the bad. Anti-Chamber's good. That's the one I would take on this list. Brutal Legend's good, too. I mean... Yeah. Oh, passed, Brutal Legend Maybe passes nice. time a little bit, but... It's entertaining. And that's it. Game, Alex, game. let us know what game you want. Ryan, let us know what game you want. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. Yeah. No topic for next week, right? So far. Does anything come out? Uh, pray. Mm, pray. We should consider doing a Cosmic Star Heroin episode, Dan. Oh, did somebody play that? Not yet. Once I get it and play it. So somebody it? I work with is a big Final Fantasy fan. And I hadn't seen him for a while. And he was in today. And he said... Uh, he asked me if I had played Cosmic Star Hero when he said it's it's a lot like Final Fantasy VI. And I said, well, that sounds terrible, but I think the other guys on the podcast will enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. How much is it? 15 I think it's 15 Maybe I'll buy it. On my PlayStation? Absolutely. Gift it to you, Dan. Hmm. And just Why would you it? Buy, it, buy it and gift it to me? Because I don't, I don't know. You don't, don't really want to have a Steam library. You, you're, and you're it's not like, a Steam it's like library my gift. hoarder like I am. 
It's like my cheap gift to you for buying all the AAA games and letting me play them. You know what I mean? For all these years. Like a $15 expense isn't going to show up in my budget, so I can sneak (laughs) that one through. Gotcha. I have to do it Western Union, but... Yeah. (laughs) Money gram it. You you have to give me... $20 $20 first, and then I will send you the $15 game and then return your funds. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how it works. One of those transactions. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, next week, topic TBD. We'll come up with something. We always do. Right? <laughs> Maybe we'll do a letter episode. It's been a while. Next, next Wednesday, we'll probably come up with something. Yeah. Wednesday or Thursday hour. morning. Yeah. We should start committing to figuring out what we're going to do by Monday or like on Monday. Yeah. Because if I know ahead of time, I'm a lot more likely to actually prepare something. Yep. Same here. I mean, it's easier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that'll do it for episode 302 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey, go Rangers. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Yeah!